Hello and welcome to the most scintillating episode of Sauce Talk yet. That's right Johnny is back yet again and there's no sauce and there's no guest it's just hot terrible song action with no end in sight. See which songs Johnny defends. See which he considers defending but then brutalizes anyway. And learn what the objective worst song is. What a treat. Oh yeah, that's right. Ladies and gentlemen, we are back yet again with a very special episode of Sauce Talk. I hope everybody out there is safe at home, not going out doing stuff, although it seems like we are we are correctly being forcibly limited in the things we can go out and do. But either way, it's important we take those, those limits seriously. Fucking stay home, do whatever since you can. But I assure you, this is not going to be a podcast in which I attempt to talk about... Uh, COVID-19, because I don't know nearly enough. I'm not going to pretend I have some interesting wisdom or takes on it. I suspect we'll have lots to talk about what the experience is like as we continue to progress through it. But at this time, not going to try to go down the road of like, here's, for one thing I fucking tell you I won't do is uh, a bunch of predictions about it. I know how that'd go. Uh, I bet I bet ninety percent of them would be like dead spot on, and then one of them is maybe like slightly off by a few orders of magnitude, and then it's all I'd fucking hear about for years afterwards. So we're not going to talk about that. What we are going to talk about is an important project we're following up on, which is everyone's least favorite songs. Uh, let's talk a little bit about the process here, because we all love process. To begin with, I will say that uh, I sent everyone in the group all the podcast friends, a text. And just to begin with, let's, let's read that text, make sure we're all on the same page here. I'm going to take one moment and clear my throat. <coughs> I don't have the COVID friends. I have a, uh, a serious condition. It's somewhat similar. Earlier, after I finished my work-from-home day, I ate a piece of banana bread and kind of swallowed it weird, and it kind of fucked up my throat. Uh, it's not COVID. That's not what COVID is. This is a different problem. But uh, we're going to get through it. A big drink of water. Not writing down the note for the edit point because we don't care. Anyway, here is the message everyone got as a refresher. What is your least favorite song? You may define least favorite however you like. I will not answer follow-up questions. It might seem a bit overbearing, and that's probably probably because it is. But I also, the methodology here, I wanted everybody to come in on equal footing. I didn't want somebody to say, oh, well, do you mean least favorite or do you mean worse or does this qualify? Because there's a million different things and I didn't want people to come back and be like, oh, well, I asked Johnny this and then that's why I answered this way. Like, no, everybody got the same question and everybody got the same lack of uh, response. A few people did try to kind of bully me and say, Johnny, go ahead and tell me about... uh, about how I should answer this, and I didn't help those people because, uh, like the people who are too dumb to stay inside, some people can't be helped. So don't go outside and don't ask follow up questions when I tell you not to ask follow up questions. 
Now, I started this. We've had things in the past. You may remember the shoe quiz. The shoe quiz was a popular activity. We all took pictures of our shoes, and then we tried to figure out whose shoes was whose. Uh, that, was, that was a good time. I liked doing that. And I thought, I'll get this list of least favorite songs, and then I'll put it together, and then I will uh, send it out to everybody, and y'all can try to guess which uh, least favorite song is which. And then uh, I got these responses, and I personally, I think that if I somehow were not the person who orchestrated this and I just saw the list, but not the names, I think I'd do a great job. I think I'd go right through and be like, this, check, 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 get them all right. But I don't think you guys would have done very well on the least favorite song quiz. In fact, I think you might have considered it impossible, uh, which if we really look at it, I believe the results of the shoe quiz were uh, basically the same as randomness. So perhaps none of these quizzes are possible. And so maybe this is the better way to go about it. So I thought we'll change it up. Instead of doing the shoe quiz, I'll just do a podcast in which I reveal the results. And then I know there are fancy ways to do things. I know Pat Polk has a magic box that he attaches to his computer and then he plays all these, has all these chords running into it and plays all these songs and shit on different, different machines around him. And then he can do stuff like he's talking and recording a podcast and then he's talking to somebody over the internet and then he plays a song or he plays a sound and everybody can hear it live and it all gets recorded. That's great for Pat. I don't know how to do that. And I don't have the fancy box that will make that happen. But I think I've got some uh, weird half measures that are going to allow me to do some of what Pat can do, which is play a song, I'll be able to hear it, we'll also be recording it, and then uh, we can have some little snippets of music, nothing too long, nobody fucking come and tell me that I'm violating copyright, I'm not doing anything bad, this is... This is certainly studying the stuff. We're, we're, we're discussing it. We're digging in. We're not going to play long clips, but there will be some snippets. I hope this doesn't get knocked out of everything. I'm going to save all my, I don't think it's called stems when you're doing a podcast, but I will save everything. If it is an issue and something gets flagged, I will be able to easily uh, remove the songs back out of it, I believe. But uh, regardless, the main point is we're all going to get a chance to go through Hear the songs as we go. But because of that, not able to have a guest on this podcast. It's all me, baby. So uh, buckle in. And I, I think this will be a good time. Uh, as we go, I would welcome you. I'll try it. I'll try to delay. I'll try to uh, not jump to the name of the person who suggested the song each time. And so uh, you can play along at home and let me know your scores. And we'll see who did the best as far as guessing. Whose song this is? Some of these will probably be more obvious than others. I will say there are a couple non-concrete answers for those people I who did not explicitly give me a single song. I just picked a representative, what I considered a representative song. I think that'll be okay. Um, and so, but I, I will be sure to point that out when we get to those, so that if anybody objects to the song that I chose, that I believe represents. Their answer, they can certainly they can certainly raise hell as well. Also, for your guessing purposes, I will note that I decided to go broad with this, and I inquired of a least favorite song of everyone in the WhatsApp chain and other additional guests who have been on the podcast, including Margaret Rogers, Warren Welke, Gina Rochelle. 
I also asked Babs, I think I have mentioned this before, but there is the famous lost episode of Sauce Talk in which Babs and I recorded an episode in which my performance was extremely poor and I was in the wrong mindset and going down the wrong paths with, with reckless abandon to such an extent that I deemed the podcast unreleasable. And so Babs and I are going to record again someday soon, maybe uh, with our incredible arrangement, which no one can leave the house for the next month. Uh, that will that will give us a great chance to do it then. But either way, I considered her part of the Sauce Talk family. She is a, a friend. Hmm. Some people say friend of the pod. Is it friend of the sauce? The, Got to be something. We'll get to that eventually. That's not going to be today's episode. Today's episode, we're all going to get to hear our least favorite songs. And if you're anything like me, there's a song or two on this list I like. So uh, let me know which one of these you object to. I also say there's songs I don't really know too much about. And so maybe I'll say something foolish about one of those. Um... Okay, I think that is all of that. I had some big, broad philosophical ideas about what these results would look like. I think I will dig into that a little bit. So after I sent out, before I sent out the text, I was thinking about, I guess this is what really led to everything in the first place, is I was thinking about at least favorite, my least favorite song because it occurred to me what mine was. My, I should note as well, mine will be played mixed in here, so... Whenever you hear a song start up, feel free to think to yourself, oh, well, that maybe that's Johnny's. So if, if you're scoring at home, or even if you're by yourself to use the old Olbermanism, uh, be sure to include uh, votes for me. Um, but I, I thought of my least favorite song, and then I thought, well, I bet... I came down with the idea that there might be two camps, and that some people's least favorite song would be a song that they just think is objectively very bad. And these songs would tend to be, I suspected, either very recent or older, perhaps even before the person who said this was their least favorite song was even born. And so they would be trying to recognize like the objective truth of the quality of the song. And I, I think so we'll have one group of people who, who see objective truth in this song and perhaps see objective truth in art, Frequently or generally, or maybe that's the way they try to view art. And then other people who consider things more subjective, and then they would pick songs that most likely, I would guess, were extremely popular when the person was, say, 20 to 25. Assuming that's most people, that's certainly my like peak music fandom when I cared the most and thought the most about music. And so those people would be more subjective, and so the song, the quality, the quality of song they would still suggest is very low. But really, what they're doing is tying it to their experience in the time, and so they hate the song because of that. And so I thought we'll probably get two groups of answers, and then we'll both be on one side. I'll tell you this is a bit of a spoiler that you can use this if you're trying to win the competition that doesn't exist and get the most right answers. I fall into the everything subjective camp. And so my song is from that time frame for me, although the time frame is of, uh, it's a pernicious question, I suppose. Uh, we'll, we'll get more into that when I get to my song. I don't want to spoil it any further, but I learned some stuff. Um, and so I thought to myself, who would I be confident is on one side of the spectrum or the other? And I thought of myself as someone who sees everything in extreme grays and recognizes his own 
uh, frailty and ignorance and knows that he knows nothing and acknowledges that he knows, knows nothing and is fine with it. It doesn't think there's, is really unwilling to acknowledge the existence, let's say, of actually good and bad songs to any extent that is relevant. And so I'm at one end. And so uh, I, I'm the everything is subjective group. And then I thought about it. I thought, who would be at the other end? This would be a good way to test it. Who is at the objective truth end of the spectrum who can actually say, well, this this movie or this song or this piece of art is very good and this other one is very bad and these are just true statements to which no one can object. And I thought, well, that's probably Bill Kalish. And so I thought we will be at the opposite ends and so I will choose a song that is from my 20 to 25 age range and Bill will choose a song that is either extremely recent or was released before he was born because he will have gone through the annals of history to find a song that is objectively the worst, and it won't matter about it, 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 its its personal effect on him will be of limited relevance. And friends, let me tell you, none of this was borne out by the results. Uh, I can see no pattern, certainly not a pattern that suggests that my guesses about objective truth and everything being subjective uh, were particularly relevant to what people said. Bill also did not reply in a way that would necessarily align with what I have said. And in fact, he gave a response that is entirely in line. Another spoiler, if you're trying to do well in the game, his response is entirely in line with the everything subjective group. So it could be that I, my theory was right, but I have no idea how to place people or identify the songs, which makes it completely worthless. Or my theory was entirely wrong to begin with and thus uh, equally worthless. I... That was the thinking going in. I bring it up now just because there's not going to be another time to bring it up because when we get to the end, maybe you'll see a pattern. Maybe you'll be able to find something there, see the signal within the noise. I could not. I, I, I saw nothing. I saw a list of songs that didn't mean a lot to me, but maybe they'll mean a lot to you. So if you could think you can see a pattern, if you think you can find that there, let us know. But I think that is enough. Uh, ooh, pre-ramble. Ah, I like pre-ramble. Enough with that pre-ramble. Let's get on to the songs. And this will be the part of the podcast where we find out if I did this uh, cool audio thing, right? But I think it's going to work just great. So, okay. Up first with our first song on the list. Here it comes. Of course, we're talking about Rock Me Amadeus here. As we uh, let the YouTube video reload. Um, Rock Me Amadeus is a song that came out in, what, like 1982, something like that. I don't know very much. I don't have the shit pulled open. I think I've delayed enough. If you have your guess, this is Lee Mensch. Lee Mensch picked Rock Me Amadeus. Let me tell you, I had like a general, I remember this being a song that like when they had like the funny 80s night on the pop station when I was a kid or in junior high, uh, you'd hear this song come up. And I was just like, yeah, this is some 80s song. This is a really, a, like, I guess if you want to get into that objective, subjective standard, boy, this song is rough. It's incredibly stupid. Uh, I really liked some of the YouTube comments. 
uh, people were commenting about how much they enjoyed the extent to which the song taught them about the history of classical music. I don't think this is a good way to learn about classical music, and I don't think it's a good way to listen to music because I think this song fucking sucks. So, uh, Lee, I think it's a strong choice. It's not a thing that would have come to mind, but upon hearing it again, I was pretty surprised at how much I hated it. Even among all of these, I think this is one of my least favorite lessons. I'd be very happy to never hear it again. Okay, let's go on to the next one. This may be more of a surprise pick. Not a, now that I think that last one might generally be seen as, as a song that people consider a bad song. I wonder if that's true of this. Yeah, it's Hello by Adele. So, obviously, you can have whatever feelings you want about Adele. Adele was never, has never been my thing, but I've never gone out of my way to object to Adele. I've never been wronged by Adele. I've never been inundated by Adele to such an extent that I just could not help but think, oh, it turns out I've turned on Adele. But someone has in our group, and that person is Aaron Lauder. Aaron Lauder, when posed the question... What is your least favorite song instantly? Adele, hello. No doubt about it. I didn't ask for reasoning, and I honestly wouldn't. I, I, I think this is a more interesting experiment without it. Uh, I, I like hearing people's songs just absent context, because it could just be maybe somebody's least favorite song is like, man, one time I was at the club and some you know girl threw a drink in my face and I shit my pants and... Then Adele, a techno remix of Adele was playing. And so that's my least favorite song. I, maybe that's it. Or maybe he just listened to the song too many times. I don't know the answer. But uh, Aaron Lauder is perhaps the low man on Adele in the world. Who gives, who, I don't know. I just I feel like Adele, there's a lot of people who think Adele is really good. And everybody else is like, what the fuck ever, man. That's fine. I'm not going to have to listen to that. I don't care. Aaron Lauder cares, at least about this song. We'd have to inquire further to find out, is this Adele generally? Is this just this song? I don't have an answer for you on that, but Adele, hello. Aaron Lauder. Okay, uh, let's go right into our next song. See if you can guess who cho chose this. probably see where we're going here. This is obviously Yellow by Coldplay. Uh, a bit of a cheat. I will note that this is one of our non-concrete single song answers we got. And I'll go ahead just to really give you a chance. If you haven't figured it out yet, if you don't have your guess yet, uh, this person gave me the response of their least favorite song was Anything by Rush or Coldplay. You know those two bands that are just the same, Rush and Coldplay? This person hates them both, and he's very sad to hear. So I chose what I considered a representative Coldplay song. Let that be your intro. If you got your guess, the answer, Dylan Fallock hates Rush and Coldplay. They seem like such different bands. And I know that, that, that Rush 
has got that that weird Randian stuff going on. You don't like that. You don't like when they start telling you about the trees and how smart they are because the good ones rise up and the bad ones deserve to die. But outside of that, there's just a bunch of fun stuff going on in the rush. And now Coldplay, I get, I, I get much more. Certainly not my band. Um, and I, I think certainly a very hated band. I never really thought of Rush as a really hated band, but perhaps they are as well. But either way, yeah, Dylan Fallick went with anything Rush or Coldplay. Perhaps we could follow up with Dylan, find out just his reasoning, what Rush and Coldplay did to him. But you'll have to ask him. Okay, on to our next song. I think this. This is a crowd pleaser, both in the sense of a popular, fun song. And also as all people love to hate. You can probably see where we're going here. I'm gonna let it play out just a little bit longer. Uh, you want you want to hit that first line just because if we're gonna be here, we might as well get to it. I think it's gonna come up right now. Yeah, there he is. Well, I am. Everybody's so excited to hear from as a member of the Black Eyed Peas, telling us that he got a feeling. I got a feeling by the Black Eyed Peas. Who would have chosen that? Who would have chosen this? Commonly hated, but I would say correctly hated song. Well, it's Paul Whitehair, friends. Paul Whitehair gave us that one. And it's hard to disagree. It was also for people of a certain age, such as most of us. It really hit the sweet spot there. It says here that this video was uploaded. I assume this is when the song came out. I don't know. I'm not even going to say the date because now I'm afraid it didn't come out that year. No, it says 2009. That feels about right. When did I Got a Feeling come out? He said, filling the time. And the release date is 2009. So, yeah, that's exactly when it was. Uh, so we're, we're all, that's, that's right then when you didn't want to have that feeling. When that feeling that you felt every time you walked into a Target and the Black Eyed Peas were played over the loudspeaker at you again. Nobody wanted I think it's a good call. I think that, that's an, honestly a, a song that if I sat down and tried to make a list, I think I would have said, someone will say, I got a feeling. Um, now, the list would not be long. It would be hard. I will, I will note that. I think when you look at a lot of these things, one of the top songs, especially if you get a list of like music critics, what's the worst song, what's your least favorite song? You often see, We Built This City. Nobody chose We Built This City. Everybody, I mean, to, to some extent went off the board, and I think that's fine. I think that song sucks, but it's certainly not my least favorite song. My song, which we haven't gotten to yet, I hate a lot more than that. And I hate a lot of these other songs too. Um, let's go to another one. Right up next, I think uh, we'll see how we feel. If we feel the same way about this one, I'm very curious about the response here. This is uh, Love Is by The Villains. You know that song? I don't. I have no idea what the fuck this is, guys. Love Is by The Villains. I'll give you one more second. 
maybe it gives it away. Maybe, maybe you think, who would choose something so, at least to me, maybe this is everybody else's most listened to song of the last decade. I have no idea. But uh, Mike Huber gave us this one. Love is by the villains. I have to say, I don't know what the villains is. I don't know what love is. Is Also, this appears to be their official lyric video from their official YouTube page. This video has 21,000 views and their official YouTube page has 1,000 subscribers. Mike Huber, how did this song hurt you so deeply? What happened? I, the, I will say, it sucks. And the, uh, the official lyric video has a woman with like band-aids on her boobs and uh, a gas mask. It's awful. Uh, I don't know... So, I mean, sure, this is bad, but, like, a lot of songs are bad. Why do you even know what this is? Is this, my, my first thought is, this is in, like, a TV show or movie or something? But I really don't know. Either way, the villain's love is. That's Mike Huber's pick. And uh, I'm sorry that you encountered this, and I guess I'm sorry that you brought it out. I felt like, had he not mentioned it, I probably never would have known anything about it, and now I do, so that's kind of a shame. And uh, there's only one person you can be held responsible for that. And it is Mike. So uh, down with Mike. But on to the next. Oh, she's sweet but a psycho. A little bit psycho. At night she's screaming. I'm on my mind. I'm on my mind. Oh, she's hot but a psycho. So left but she's right though. At night she's screaming. I'm on my mind. I'm on my mind. She'll make you curse. But she a blessing. Okay, this song, this song is very rough. Uh, now, this is not a song I knew until very recently. I will first off note that this is Sweet But Psycho by Ava Max. Uh, not a song I had heard of until about a month ago, but uh, it is 100 and, 108 million views on YouTube. So at least the people have fucking heard of this song. Uh, any guesses as to who this is? Oh, right there in the back, that's correct. This is Gina Rochelle's least favorite song. Uh, I had never heard of it, but it uh, was playing frequently and commonly when we were on vacation in uh, Miami uh, a little less than a month ago. Remember when you could go places? That was fun. Uh, but we, she told, asked me, had I heard this song? And I was like, I don't know what that is. And then like, Two hours later, we were in an Uber, and it came on. I got the biggest elbow in the side. This is that fucking song. And then, like, after that, we were at a bar, and then it's playing. There. It's just all over the place all, all of a sudden. And the lyrics, if you go through, are as you'd expect. Very embarrassing, very trashy, very stupid. It's, it's a really bad song. Uh, I, I, think it, I think it's a solid pick, but I, I hope this is not a the villain's love is and that we are now spreading it and that perhaps you hadn't heard of it before. But now you have. But either way, Ava Max, Sweet Bus Psycho, to be avoided for sure. Next up, could be one of the more controversial ones. I really don't know. I paid my dues. Don't need to let this one play a long ways. We all recognize it very quickly. Of course, 
We Are the Champions by Queen. So, uh, who would choose such a song? Why would this be somebody's least favorite song? I have to think, of this, think about this issue. Kicks in there real nice. The answer, of course, Paul Avanzino's least favorite song, We Are the Champions by Queen. Um, I do, I will say, I, I will say, it's always, it's always finding its way into the podcast. Clearly I'm saying it, there's no need to announce that I'm saying it. Uh, I do think this song sucks. I think Queen is a really weird band. I don't understand why Queen's, like, the most famous Queen songs don't sound like Queen songs very much. Like, Bohemian Rhapsody and We Are the Champions are such weird songs, and if I had to choose... I, could be, I would be more than happy to just not hear those songs anymore. I apologize. I know everybody thinks Wayne's World is great. It's not my it's not my jam. It doesn't work for me. And if you don't have that connection to it, I don't get a ton out of this. When I, when I was in junior high, I guess I listened to Bohemian Rhapsody a whole bunch. And I thought it was the coolest thing ever. But I think I just kind of grew out of it. And We Are the Champions has always just kind of been, kind of been dog shit. And that We Will Rock You, I don't need any of that either. So, like, Queen's such a great band, so much good stuff, but then all this just weird drack, at least to me. Maybe you disagree, maybe you, well, for one thing, I know one person in this group disagrees. I'm sure Matt Schmidt's going to send me a virus on my phone, or maybe a virus in real life. Maybe he'll come to my house and cough in my face to punish me for not saying something nice about uh, Wayne's World in this song. I do apologize about that. There's lots of great Queen songs we can listen to have fun with but I don't think I need any of these and I don't know how these weird songs got to be the songs the band is most closely associated with I guess they're kind of outliers anyway but you know why can't we just listen to the bicycle song that's a pretty weird song and it's actually really good unlike a lot of these others so either way Paul Avanzino I think you may be onto something here the more I talk about it the more I think this is not a bad least favorite song let's see who's up next <laughs> So, uh, going off the beaten path, but I think with great success here, uh, we have someone who has chosen the 1877 Cars for Kids theme song. Who could it be other than the aforementioned Matt Schmidt? Matt Schmidt's least favorite song. Now, I think especially given the rules, I think it's a really reasonable thing to pick a super shitty jingle. It's also... Uh, somewhat prescient. I don't know if anybody still watches the old uh, John Oliver show these days, but he actually, in his weird episode that they shot, like basically in an empty studio because someone on his crew or something got the COVID, uh, uh, the episode that just came out yesterday, they had a uh, very funny 1877 Cars for Kids joke. And I thought, how topical. You know, I was just thinking about that because I was putting together this list. And, and there it is again. So this is, this is as far as a demonstrably hateable song, or just a song, just to think about the amount of misery this song has brought someone, very high up on the list. A really good choice, I think. So uh, the 1877 Cards for Kids song, 
I mean, artistically, has to be the worst song on the list. There's not a lot going on. It doesn't. I don't think these kids are fucking trying. I don't care for that. I feel like even for children, they're actively not singing well. Don't appreciate that. So, uh, Matt, I think is a great choice. Let's see who's up next. So this is obviously When I Am Older by Josh Gad slash from the Frozen 2 thing. Um, so you can probably narrow down a little bit. I can tell you now, you know, I haven't seen Frozen 2. I do hate Josh Gad, so I would be a candidate for hating this song. But given that I don't really know the movie, probably, probably not my pick. So who do you think would be, who do you think would pick this song? Of course, Alex Um, who has probably heard this song many more times than he would care for. Uh, it it seems like a very cloying piece of shit thing. The snowman is lame in the first movie. Uh, the Josh Gad is, I feel like probably a bad dude. I as it, it's a weird uh, hill to stand on, I suppose. But if you just look at like my perceptions. And I just look at my perceptions, and especially the things I read and I hear people say in the circles of the weird internet that I care about, and especially uh, comedy podcasts. No one has a nice word to say about Josh Gad. Everybody seems indignant at the fact that he is a success. And uh, when people talk, I think you should listen to them. So I bet that Josh Gad sucks. And so it's too bad that his song is so damn popular and that he is just the weird kind of not really fat guy in every movie and that nobody else gets to do anything. So, Alex, I think this is a great pick, and I hope that the 52 seconds of that song that I just heard is the entirety of what I ever hear of that song, because that's the longest I've made it through this video in putting this list together, and it seems like a real piece of shit. Let's see who's next. Hey, yo, Jace. Say something to her. I'll let her. <laughs> I got one question. <laughs> How'd you fit all that in them jeans? <laughs> you know what to do with that big fat butt. <sighs> yeah, this is uh, Wiggle by Jason Derulo. Certainly one of the most objectionable songs on the list. If someone, it doesn't necessarily say a lot about you if you say that you hate this song. It's not to suggest that this is not a good song to hate. It is a good song to hate. But I don't feel like I learn a great deal about someone when they say, I really hate this Jason Derulo song, Wiggle. But if somebody told me that they thought this was a great song, I feel like I'd know every single thing I needed to know about them. And it wouldn't be good stuff. Uh, so who said this? I, I believe, now, could be misremembering. I feel like I have heard this person complain about this song before. Possible I'm misremembering. I think it's happened. So if you really dig in, it might be there somewhere in the deep recesses of your mind. But the answer 
It's Pat Polk. Pat really hates Wiggle by Jason Derulo. And I believe Jason Derulo in general, not a fan. Uh, which makes sense. I don't know a lot of Jason Derulo songs. In fact, I don't think I could have told you I knew any. But as soon as I started playing, I was like, oh, Jesus. Yeah, okay, Pat, you're right. This is this this song fucking sucks. This is a really, really bad one on the list, which is, makes it a perfect transition into a song that I think goes a totally different direction. It's been one week since you looked at me. Got your head to the sides and I'm angry. Five days since you laughed at me. Saying, get back together, come back and see me. Three days since the living room. Oh, it's so hard to resist your start singing along. When you hear these great jams, here comes the other guy, the other white dude rapper, going real fast. He's going to start telling you about the Aquaman. you got to listen to it real close so you can learn all these great jokes like how sushi has not been cooked. Uh, I have a, a complicated relationship with, well, I mean, Bare Naked Ladies to begin with, but certainly One Week, which, not a good song, but also, if it comes on, it's, I, 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 it's almost, uh, it kind of, maybe, how about the Guy Fieri of songs? Where everybody, to me, everybody is in on the joke. And we're all just having fun at how, like, this shouldn't be a song, right? Obviously, we wouldn't do this as a song. Obviously, we wouldn't just tell this guy to show us that he likes to eat horseradish on his fries and that'd be a show, right? But when it's on, you kind of have a good time. And everybody's like, whoa, pretty weird this is happening, right? And we have a good time. Not everybody feels that way. And one person who especially does not feel that way, Dave Artman. Least favorite song, One Week by the Bare Naked Ladies. Uh, I, when, when that text came through, I thought, give it a second. Maybe he's joking. Wait, wait. But he wasn't. That was, that was just his answer. He thinks it's a very bad song. And uh, I, I can't begrudge him that, that feeling. Because uh, it, it is a pretty, pretty terrible song. But I like it when they play it. Makes me happy. <sighs> that cannot be said. For some of these remaining songs, perhaps most notably, this one right here. Don't need a soundtrack. Everybody, this is this is my own worst enemy by Lit. Lit. Ooh, just saying Lit makes you sound like trash, and you shouldn't say it because you shouldn't. You shouldn't have such bad things. In your mouth, said everyone who ever met Lit. Fuck Lit. And uh, I guess not fuck the guy who brought this to our attention, but because it was, I did say, tell me about a bad song. So I guess it's on me and it's on you for, I said, here comes a podcast about bad songs. So if you didn't want to hear Lit, then you probably shouldn't listen to this podcast because what what bad song podcast would be complete without some Lit? Uh, But anyway, who do you think suggested Lit? Why, it was Bill Kalish, friends. Bill Kalish gave us My Own Worst Enemy by Lent, and he was right to do so. Uh, we deserve to hear these bad things. I wish you could see this. I'm watching a Lit, My Own Worst Enemy lyrics uh, video. It was uploaded by Kill This Demon, and he only has 2,000 subscribers. But this video has 3.5 million views. Everybody's excited to see what the lyrics to My Own Worst Enemy by Lit are. And I gotta say, I don't know what the name of this uh, this font they're using for the lyrics is, but it's one of those like serial killer written in blood because 
so fucked up how this guy is uh, his own worst enemy. What a truly awful song. And I, I, I commend Bill. I think this is a really good pick. Um, I hope that I never hear it again, but I know I will when I'm like standing out in a yard and somebody just drinking a beer in the back of a truck and he finishes it and throws the can at me. This is the song that we'll be playing as he speeds away and crashes into a school bus and doesn't stop. So uh, looking forward to that. Should be a good time. Let's move it on to the next one. Maybe a bit of a shocker. Residents of the Future, so we know what this song is. It is, of course, Old Town Road by Lil Nas X. Who could hate on Lil Nas X so much? Who would choose this as their song? It's Charlie Yorty, guys. Charlie Yorty hates Lil Nas X, Old Town Road. I don't know if he hates the man. I would bet he doesn't know any other songs, like the Panini song. But uh, I will read you. Let me grab Charlie's comment because I did think it was funny. Um, Old Town Road. I don't think it's recency bias either. It kind of makes me nauseous with rage when I hear it. That's what Charlie has to say about Old Town Road by Lil Nas X. Uh, Charlie and I, you know, we agree on a lot of things, but we disagree on some things too. This is an example. I think the song is great. I, uh, it makes me happy when I hear it. I like it when he talks about bull riding and boobies because it is... I, I, I believe when he later came out as gay, he, one of his remarks was like, I said boobies on my song, guys. I, I, it, it should have been pretty obvious I was gay. I was not great at this. I said boobies. I didn't know what I was talking about. Uh, I think he's a cool guy. I'm excited to see what the future uh, holds for Lil Nas X. I hope there's more great things coming. Not until after... We get out of this terrible quarantine. Lil Nas X, get back in your house. But, uh, on to the next. I don't know, maybe people have different stances than me. I think this is one of the most confounding choices on the list. This is, of course, Taking Care of Business by Bachman Turner Overdrive, a.k.a. TCBBTO. Uh, and what more could you want in a song? It's got some cool guitar riffs, it's got a guy who can't really sing, and he just kind of mumbles in the background. This is what I'm looking for in music. Uh, I remarked to the person who suggested that's who I'll just say now last chance for you to guess is of course Babs Myers weighed in with uh, taking care of business least favorite song and I immediately was like I can't believe this would be your song that is my like it's a Sunday morning and I gotta clean the house get some shit done I put that on real loud open all the windows up and I feel like I'm like a cool guy in a sitcom and I gotta clean the house and get all the stuff done for the babes come over later. Uh, maybe, you now perhaps some people can't identify with that, I have no idea what distinction there could possibly be, but for whatever reason, Babs went straight to this as a uh, terrible song that she did not want 
anything to do with. Um, she, she did express just kind of a general disdain for classic rock, which understandable, but I do have a soft spot for a lot of this trash. And I don't even necessarily know that I think this one is trash. So an interesting choice from a very interesting listener. So uh, thank you, Babs. I'm sorry that I disagreed with your song the most, but I think that's kind of a fun song. Uh, the next one I have less to say for. I'm nice right now, man. I, I feel good. If you have a drink, would you please put it in the air? That party last night was awfully crazy. I wish you taped it. I danced my ass off and had this one girl completely naked. Drink my beer and oh, smoke my weed. But my good friends is all I love calling Asher Rock. I, I mean... I don't know. I, I'm not going to try to hide anything. This is my song. You guys, this is a real song. My life. Sit Bankers Club and drink Miller Lite. On Thursday, Thursday, and Tuesday night ice. And now I can get pizza. This song makes me want to kill myself. Uh, it reflects that so much of what I hate about <laughs> the world. And it came about at just such a perfectly wrong time. This I guess maybe this maybe this is the reason all my theory that I talked about early on. I considered myself the everything subjective person, and I recognized that this song came out when I was 24 years old and had just completed my undergraduate degree, and had just like just walked out of not this lifestyle, but one in, certainly in which people were striving to emulate it. Their goal was to to live to get the dollar slice of pizza and sip Banker's Club and drink Miller Lite. Uh, and I I just had such disdain for it instantly. And so I, cons I thought of myself as the everything is subjective person and clearly I chose a song from when I cared most about music that I thought was the antithesis of the music that I cared about with this, this fucking white boy incompetent rapper. But then also the song comes on and I'm like, well, this is the worst song on the list and I don't see how anyone could argue with that. So maybe I... I'm lying when I say I'm the everything is subjective person in that I honestly think that, well, at the end of the day, there's a correct answer, and I'm sorry, guys, but my song is worse than your songs. Now, obviously, everyone will probably feel that way, or else you, you didn't answer the question very well. Maybe you needed more information. Maybe you had forgotten this song existed, now everyone will revise their answers, and we'll have 15 Asher Roth I Love Colleges. Probably not going to be what happens. Um, awful. Here's the funny thing about memory, though. I, something, I don't remember what it was, but something happened, and I was reminded of this song. And I was like, oh my god, that's the worst song ever. I've always hated it. And this is eventually, as I described, what led to me wanting to accumulate the list. I accumulated the list, and in so doing, I put together this YouTube playlist of uh, all the songs and I made sure most of them were lyric videos so there's nothing goofy at the beginning and just jumps right into it and I have this Asher Roth I Love College video and it's got 3.8 million views and this it was uploaded in uh, 2009 and I was like oh weird I guess this just came out a little bit later they didn't they didn't have this song out 
like this this video wasn't uploaded until a few years after this song came out because I remember in like 2000 maybe probably late 2006 or early 2007 more likely I remember hearing this song a lot at parties and thinking how me and my friends making fun of it and how corny it was that someone would like be at this type of party which full disclosure I was also at so what is this this reflects poorly upon me but just like how lame it was that someone is like so desperately trying to live this bad life that they were playing this song at the party. But then I dug in more. Friends, this song came out in 2009. That that experience I described did not happen. Uh, I never made fun of this song with my undergrad friends at a party because I haven't been to an undergrad party with my undergrad friends since I was an undergrad. Does this mean that the song is better? No, uh, I hate the song. In fact, now that I know the song is making me crazy, if anything, I hate it more. But it it was pretty upsetting to find out that, I, I mean, I could tell you, I could describe a room I was in hearing this song, and I didn't hear it there. That's all I got. Uh, <laughs> I wish I had something deeper to say, but it's fucked up, right? Shit's fucked up. Let's go on to the next one. A little bit of a cheat. I will note that this person did not give a specific song. This is our other one of those. And instead, the response I received was boy bands, comma, all. Um, and so it is kind of a cheat because, like, even if you hate boy bands, certainly you like this song because I don't. Do people not like this song? Seems, it seems weird if you don't like this song. So, uh, but to me, this is what sticks in my head. The first thing you say, what, like, what, what did, what did boy band sound like? I play this, I'm like, pretty fucking good, huh? And then they'd be like, yeah, I guess I really like boy bands. They're like, well, bad news. It's kind of the top of the mouth. But uh, regardless, who do you think? I don't know. You could also process of elimination. Not many options left. But who do you think we went with here? It was, of course, Warren Wilkie. Warren Wilkie. Boy bands all. Uh, he was immediate. Now, he was an early responder, and he was immediately saying, I'm sure it'll be something from the late 90s, early 2000s. And at that point, I was like, see, Warren's going to be on my everything subjective train here because he's he's training his brain right in on this certain time period where he knows the, the song would be from. But then he's at Boy Bands All. It just, I mean, I guess you could say that I, I, it, it doesn't, it doesn't, it didn't bode well for my theory, which obviously was a sign of what was to come. But, uh, yeah, Boy Bands All was was Warren's pick. Uh, I think there's a, I, I, there are many boy band songs I like. There's more that I don't like. But, honestly, what genre is that? Is that not the case? Either way, Warren, I'm sorry that I kneecapped you by playing Bye 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 and making everybody think that, boy, I wish Johnny would just play Bye 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 some more because uh, it's way good. Okay, that's cheating. We can't say the old songs anymore. Friends, we have, if I've checked everything correctly, we have one song left. If you've been keeping extremely close track, you this is the free point. This is the center square on your bingo card, but only if you've earned it. If you haven't been writing everything down, it's cheating to go back and try to sort it out now, so don't do it. Okay, here's the last song. C, 
if you can guess who it is. I wish you would step back from that ledge, my friend. You could cut ties with all the lives that you've been living in. And if you do not want to see me again, I would understand. Of course, we are listening to Jumper by Third Eye Blind. Uh, a lot to unpack here. To begin with, I feel like we are on something of an unequal, un- a, a non-level playing field. I think in most contexts, if I just heard this song, I'd be like, that's not so bad. But right now, I got this fucking video playing. If you guys could see this motherfucker, I, whatever appreciation you have for this song just goes right out the window as soon as you look at this guy. Uh, it seems like a bad dude. Uh, anyway, do you know who it is? It is, of course... Margaret Rogers, least favorite song, Jumper. Uh, she did express some concern that this would out her as someone who uh, cared not about suicide prevention, which is fair. I don't know why Margaret doesn't care about suicide prevention. I guess it just matters so little to her that she would belittle this song, even though this weird date rape guy apparently is helping everyone. I am also, at this point, it is sad to say, but then the first things I think of is that fucking Jim Carrey movie where everybody sings this song and tells the guy not to jump off the bridge. I want to say yes, man. I could be wrong. That was in the line of movies, the liar, liar, Bruce Almighty, where we just gave uh, uh, Jim Carrey supernatural powers and said, that's a comedy, right? And liar, liar was kind of fun at the time. I suspect has not held up held up well. Preview from the future. I bet I get a text from Mike Huber saying, actually, John, liar, liar holds up great. But we'll see. Mike, send me that if you want. Uh, But that has certainly reflected poorly on the song. That scene is so lame. If you haven't watched I'm sure you've all seen it. If you haven't watched it on YouTube in a while, pull it up. It, like, is just the cringiest thing. And it's supposed to feel good. And it it sure doesn't, friends. But uh, that's the list. I'm sure everybody went what 17 for 17 or something to that effect i'm not sure what the exact number was but uh i i hope you enjoyed listening i hope none of these songs get stuck in your head except for the bare naked ladies one which is good and oh and, and old town road but either way uh i look for more episodes coming soon i think since i can't leave the house i'm going to be lousy with free podcasting time so maybe we'll pick up the pace here and uh, we can all fill our weird time at home with our families by putting our headphones on and listening to what Johnny has to say. Best wishes in the intervening day.